Tandem Nomads, episode 120. Take every chance to challenge yourself and become a conscious global nomad. Once you decide, once you commit to actually take the next step and, and dare to actually um, challenge yourself and be a little vulnerable, this is when magic happens. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to build and grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Today's episode is going to be interesting for you for three reasons. So the first thing is if you are an expat, especially an expat partner, and want to connect to a global uh, network, but on a local base and meet face-to-face with people, there is a chance that you might find your tribe, whatever you are. And I can't wait to share more about that with you. The second reason why this episode is going to be interesting for you is I know that a lot of you here listening are yourself life coaches and especially coaches who help expert partners build their dual careers or their careers on the move. So this might be very interesting for you as you will discover a platform where you can really start growing your own network and be part of an amazing organization. The third reason and which I'm most excited about also is that I have met Lady who has created an amazing platform called Here We Are Global and I can't wait to tell you more about it. And the reason I found this story really interesting is because it might really help you consider how can you grow your own tribe around your vision and your business model. You know the power, I often talk about the power of building a real community around your business. And our guest today has just done that and she'll tell us how she did this. So Yanni, thank you for being on the show. And are you ready for the ride? Thank you so much, Amel. Um, I sure am. Thank you. Fabulous. <laughs> so Nomad Nation, this is Yanni Astet Skov. Hansen. So Yanni Nomad Nation is the founder of He We Are Global, a community of global professionals advancing the dual career opportunity. As a seasoned HR specialist, Yanni combines her insights from the corporate world, work and life experience as an expert partner in developing countries to develop mindful mobility solutions. So since its beginning in Kyrgyzstan, Central Asia, Here We Are Global spans more than 18 countries and is gaining traction as the new go-to platform for traveling partners to develop personally and professionally while on the move. So this is a really short overview of what, who you are and what is Here We Go Global, Yanni. So tell us, is there anything you'd like to add and tell us what you're up to right now? Good. Well, I'd like to start by saying that Here We Are Global was the community, the network I missed myself when I was two and a half years into my second assignment with my family in Central Asia. I needed to structure my competencies. I needed to find out, like, who am I returning to my home country after my second expatriation? How would I find a job? What competencies had I gained? What skill sets? did I possess now? 
And this sparked the idea of creating a, a new solution, and I call it a mindful mobility solution. Mm -hmm. I have an HR background, and I find that we need new solutions to really cater for the needs of, of modern-day nomads. Yes, I love that, that you talk about mindful solutions and we'll discuss it more what you mean by that. But I think this is a great idea. And, you know, Yanni, I have been really, really pleased to be reached out. But when you're one of your partners um, to participate to the Here We Go Global Movement and share with your members some content and some insights. Um, but I've been truly inspired by how you have managed to gather so many people and volunteers around this idea. So this is what I really want to learn about how you did this and what has helped you grow so fast in 18 countries. But before, can you tell us, take us to that moment, you know, where you had this idea and what is the first thing you did about it? What sparked it and what did you do about it right away? Um, basically, I think uh, what sparked the idea was um, to realize the power of co-creation, mm -hmm. that we can make plans, we can set goals, we can work with our own personal development, but magic truly happens when you share your growth ideas with others and when you support each other. So our network started in Bishkek, Central Asia, Kyrgyzstan, Uh, a country I never thought I would live in. <laughs> But it turned out that these three and a half years in Kyrgyzstan for me was transformational. I met wonderful people who inspired me, who gave me ideas and who supported me to actually um, create this organization. And when it started, I didn't know where it would end. I still don't know. <laughs> I really like to promote a growth mindset. So as long as you are in, in transition, in movement, uh, I believe that beautiful things happen. And it's about really uh, attracting people around um, a vision that is truly inclusive and truly um, um, in involving in the sense that we invite people to engage and contribute. So instead of uh, sitting passively and maybe receive uh, career advice, career counseling, We are inviting people to actually go and play and build competencies in a supportive environment. Yes. So this supportive environment can be a small local network. It can just be three people, but it can also be uh, a growing network like we have in, uh, in Kenya or in Poland with more than 100 participants uh, meeting every, every month or every uh, second month and, and really um, create this platform for showing what you can and, and what you can actually learn during an international assignment or during a, a, a time abroad. Yeah, so that's there's so many things here that I want to extract from what you said, but just to make it, I love that you just brought up that aspect that basically the way your platform works is that you have local networks in many different countries, like you said, um, 16, 18, 18 countries. And it's basically a meetups platform where you have one leader in each country or city and they, um, or a team actually, not sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's more that organize the meetups. So it's just quite amazing that Kenya has, um, has really grown so fast with over hundreds and sometimes smaller, but it is a welcoming platform and your niche is the expat partner, right? Yes, it is a niche in the sense that we are not a business network. We are not a women's network. 
uh, we are a network for professional and personal development. Mm-hmm. And so many people have, have told me that this is the network they have missed themselves. Um, it's an inclusive, open-ended network, meaning that we believe in co-creation, so we team up with other networks. As an example, our network work in Austria is um, the, um, a local expat partner network there that has been uh, developing quite a lot over the years. But our, our focal points there are the leaders of this uh, network in Austria. And, and we believe that we have a shared interest in actually promoting events and uh, creating real opportunities for partners to learn, work, or volunteer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to just take this opportunity to say hi to Verena. Verena, who <laughs> is the lady who connected us, who, who is this leader in this spouses network in Vienna with Sandra. So big hugs to both of you ladies, if you're listening. And which leads me to what, what I want to share, you know, the power of sharing, the power of co-creation, the power of getting together in and creating together. And I think this is the secret that led you to building um, such an amazing tribe around your idea, Yanni. And I just want to ask you a question about, I know so many people who have an idea, but want to keep it for themselves. And are worried that, okay, I have this idea, I want to involve people, but what if they steal my idea and start doing something similar? So what what would you say to that? And tell me honestly, if you had that idea across your mind when you started. Definitely. And I hear it quite often. Um, Also, when people ask me, how do I intend to share this tool that we have developed? Um, I believe every idea is worth sharing and I think it it creates more value when you invite people to actually help develop your idea. Um, I believe in the power of sharing your backpack of skills and knowledge. Like I think there is so much power in, in you focusing not only on your own CV or your own personal development, but to actually also take time to step out of yourself and support another fellow professional. And that might bounce back to you uh, in the most positive, rewarding way. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to talk about resonant relationships, like tuning into each other, seeing your potential, seeing your ideas, tune into what is your energy, what, what uh, drives you, and how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And if we all do that, we can create so many more uh, powerful solutions together. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think also the fact that you trust people is all, and that you you really believe in them and you really try to co-create and bring people's skills together. I don't know if you agree, but I would say it's also believing in the, you know, the, the world of abundance. Like there is place for everybody to shine. You know, Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it just becomes more fun the more we help each other and the more we share. So you see one idea that a person creates in Indonesia can spark slightly different idea in brazil so why not share that across uh, a platform or a community and just make it uh, as an inspiration for another fellow global professional it can become even more um, interesting and powerful and you might you know have um, a return on investment in the sense that your own idea will build uh, build in in other directions or it will expand in even more surprising directions than you thought yourselves um, at least that's what happened to me when I started. Here we are. It was not called Here We Are Global. It was called Here We Are. Here we are, Bishkek. Um, 
the idea with this uh, concept is actually threefold. So here we are in this location geographically. Here I am in my life, what to do with it, like more existential. Mm. And then here we are as a window showing what we can as global professionals. Like if I'm starting a business, here I am, look what I can contribute. So you see there are these three meanings to our our name. I love that. So I think we can all agree here that in order to build a powerful tribe around a powerful vision like yours, it starts with a mindset. And you have shared that beautifully. You need to have that mindset, that open mindset to share, to communicate, to connect people to each other and not be worried of having your idea be stolen or be worried, you know, or, or, and the other thing I would say also is that start with something. If you have an idea, just start talking about people, get people on board, and you can start with something small. When you started, I'm sure you didn't, you might have thought about this big idea, but you just focus on what you could do at the moment and what could happen right now at the smallest level possible. Exactly. And this thing about daring to just start building something without knowing the, the concrete result in the end. Um, th- this is when you actually attract people to your vision and, and then it will unfold as, as you walk along your path. Yes. Um, that might sound a little spiritual and maybe it is, <laughs> but I've seen it happen for so many fellow expat partners that once you decide, once you commit to actually take the next step and, and dare to actually um, challenge yourself and be a little vulnerable, this is when magic happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's about really taking the decision to do something and, and follow that energy of yours, your motivation. So I, I very much encourage people to uh, be curious, to go and meet people. They might not find a mutual interest uh, at first sight, but this one person can maybe spark an idea that you never uh, thought of yourself. Yeah. Um, and this is the beauty of international lives as well, isn't it? Yes. That we meet across trajectories and uh, who knows, just, just one comment, one uh, encouraging comment can actually help a person find a new meaning in life. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And so having that clear vision, you know, and be able to communicate it is important. Uh, and we talked about mindset, but for those who need more practical guidance, like in terms of actions. So could you tell us more practically, how do you get in, in volunteers involved? What's the process you have in place? Um, at our webpage, www.hereweareglobal.com, you will see a list of country chapters. And if there's no a chapter in your location, you are welcome to start one on your own or become a focal point, meaning you just raise your hand saying, here I am <laughs> in Madagascar or Australia or wherever. Um, and then you are already a part of our community. And then you just need to gather two more people in order to start a team. And then you can actually become a co-founder of that location. I believe we need to learn a lot more from the startup environment about uh, the energy of creation and just testing things out. Yeah. So our chapters have had many different uh, birth stories. <laughs> Some of them have even died and <laughs> have been given birth again by new people coming to that location. I'm, I'm thinking of Ethiopia uh, that had a little of a um, um, sabbatical and then two new persons really revived the Ethiopia network. Uh, one of them, Lori, has been to Kenya before and she really took the energy from Kenya to Ethiopia. 
Uh, and this is just the beauty of it. You just need to find two other persons and then you can really get things going. Start local meetups, start uh, events. And I think for many partners, it gives them a sense of pride. And it's it's about our identity as well, like right? That you can actually approach local companies and organizations because you have something to share and something to build locally that we know creates value for so many people. What I loved about your platform, it was never about you, Yanni. Uh, whoever I talked to through this platform, although everybody would mention you as the leader of this platform, uh, it felt like everybody was their own leader in a way. And it was not about Yanni. It was about the vision. It was about the mission. And I think that's an important mindset to have when we want to build a tribe. Being a tribe leader doesn't mean it's about the leader. It's about the mission and that vision. And as long as we... Everybody is drawn to that mission and really believes in it. We don't need so many rules and and systems to make it work. Totally agree, uh, Amel. And I also am very much inspired. Um, I should say I've been working for more than 10 years uh, for a pharmaceutical company. I'm now an external consultant in that same company. And I have been inspired also by uh, management methods in this company mm-hmm. uh, and one of them that people might know is the, is the lean thinking from the Japanese car industry. Um, and one thing I took from that management uh, approach is actually to allow people to create themselves. Mm-hmm. If, if you deliver perfect solutions from the beginning, you actually take away the empowerment for people to uh, shape it themselves. Yeah. So it's a balance between creating a structure, creating a room for people to go and play and have fun. Um, and then actually allow for people to to uh, create it in the sense that makes meaning for them locally and personally. Yes. I have also a resource on top that really is aligned with what you're saying, Yanni. I don't know if you know this book called A Tribe by Seth Godin. I'll have to read okay, it. <laughs> so that's an amazing book that is so much aligned. And But Seth Godin is the marketing guru in the United States. And he wrote an amazing book about the power of the mindset, the relationship, believing in the cause, believing in the mission, uh, beyond the systems, beyond... I'm a very system-driven person. I love how two systems, one step one to 10, things like that. I love it because it, it's the best way for me to help people you know, take the right steps and et cetera. But those steps don't work if we don't have this mindset, you know, so uh, I can, you know, I can share as many steps and tips as I can, but it's not going to work if we don't have the mindset that you had. So I'm so happy that you got to that, uh, to share with us that message and bring it across. So Nomad Nation on the show note page of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 120, I'll put the link to that book. And if you manage to find any articles, we'll put it there too. Uh, I love how you insisted a lot when we were discussing and preparing the interview on the importance to help people take advantage of all their skills and their experiences and bring it to the network so that they can, you know, do something about it and, and take full advantage of it. And we both have this passion also of helping people through our platforms to make revenue and build that source of fulfillment and that, that people thrive for, you know, and, and are thirsty for. So, you know, capitalizing on your skills is super important and knowing them, realizing them. That's one thing that I realize a lot of expert partners think they don't have any skills. And this is so wrong to think that way. The confidence 
aspect is hitting some expat partners so hard on the move because they think because they have not continued their career that they're worth nothing. So we want to change that, you and me, Annie, and this is why we're together here and we decided to partner on this. So I'm really excited to be on this journey with you. But related to that topic and related to your experience in HR, you've created your own uh, skills and assessment matrix to help expert partners and whoever is in career development, um, you know, take full advantages of their skills and their experience. So can you tell us more about this matrix that you created and that you help people use through the Here We Are Global? Yes. First of all, uh, a competency matrix is a tool that managers usually use to map what skill sets, what competencies do you have in, say, a department? So it's for a manager to see where can we uh, add training opportunities, courses in order to uh, enhance the overall competency um, and skill set of any department. We want to turn that around and invite a single person, uh, a global professional expat partner, a human being. We don't need the labels, do we? Uh, for any person to actually see, okay, if I have uh, a three-year period ahead, how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to build my competencies in a mindful, in a sorry, mindful way? Meaning, I need to take a conscious choice about how I want to develop and who can help me, and see my life not only according to. What are my hard skills? What, I, what is my CV? <laughs> what is my resale value, my employability? But actually see, okay, in other parts of life, how can I also actually expand myself, my personal, personality, and become an even more attractive employee after three years? It's also about um, up, upholding your, your employability to you stay employable. For me, that has been a pain coming from Denmark, a lot of Scandinavian countries. Really, uh, it, you, you need um, double income in order to sustain a living. So for my personal uh, situation, it, it was a prerequisite that I had to take myself seriously. And what were the stories I would come back to Denmark and sell myself on? Mm -hmm. so, so the competency matrix uh, consists of seven dimensions or learning tracks um, and I can just uh, briefly mention them it's life and health hard skills global mindset personal impact social impact communication and creativity and it means that you can consciously ask yourself okay if I'm not only focusing on the hard skills what other dimensions can I actually focus on for example global mindset that's about language and about being um, a global cosmopolitan. Like, how can I actually showcase to a new employer that I possess global mindset skills? A lot of job ads will, will have this. You need to be able to work internationally. Yes, but how can I convince a future employer that I have this skill set? And in, in the competency matrix, we actually invite you to practice this, um, to actually create results, concrete achievements that you can then bring forward to an interview. Mm -hmm. As an example, if you create um, a here we are chapter in a new location, you immediately have a concrete results that you can <clears throat> bring forward to an interview. You can say that you gathered a team of three, you established a local chapter, you held workshops for more than 50 participants from 14 countries. You see, in that way, it becomes very quantitative and very tangible. 
And that's what I mean by actually combining support and opportunities. I have um, been in HR for many years and I've seen there's a lot of support systems, individual career counseling solutions, but we actually need to have the opportunities for people to exercise their skills and actually practice them and create the results. So our competency matrix is um, an effort to actually create a framework for that, a structure around it. And I have got the feedback that for many, it's so revelating to actually see when they look back at their international life, how many things they have actually learned and, and built without realizing it. So Nomad Nation, if you're interested, you really want to look if you have a chapter um, in your country. And then if you don't, still reach out to Yanni or the platform, here we go, global.com. You'll find all the information you need there to be able to uh, use this assessment for you. But if you're a coach, you could also, so that's the next step that you could tell us about uh, your certification um, platform that you're creating right now. Can you tell us more? How can coaches use this assessment matrix, mm -hmm. uh, competency matrix to help their clients, but also help your members through their coaching services? Yes, and, and being mindful of our overall mission to open opportunities, we also want to open opportunities for our members to earn money while at the same time help others. Um, so this certification that we are building as we speak uh, is an opportunity for already uh, practicing coaches, as you say. It's not a coaching education as such. It's an add-on to your existing, existing mm -hmm. coaching practice. Yeah. Uh, and this work is uh, led by our um, project manager in Poland, Jacqueline. Shout out to Jacqueline and the team there. Um, and we are building this certification again uh, in a group spirit, meaning we are gathering coaches from around the world to actually create this certification. And the idea is that you will pay a license or whatever we're going to call it. We need to fine-tune it. And then... From, from every um, uh, practice or from every session, a part of the, your earnings will go back to developing the Here We Are Global community. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so in that, in that sense, I think it's a new uh, proposition that even you know, companies who want to purchase our packages can see that they are not only supporting their own expat partners, they're also creating opportunities for partners to actually earn money from from coaching others. Yeah, serendipity. It's just an amazing way that you thought of this business model, very creative way of creating a business model for something that's between an NGO. Would you call yourself an NGO or a company? Social business. A social <laughs> business, exactly. So I love Profit that. Purpose. <laughs> I love that. Social entrepreneurship is for me yeah. the most amazing way to create impact and revenue at the same time because you need revenue. You need to be sustainable to make a cause work. If we want to make impact, we, we should really make sure to not shy away from making money, which leads me to that. I know that you have mentioned with me that you've been thinking about that as you grow, like how can you monetize this platform and how can it make it sense? So tell me, what are the challenges you had to face with when you were thinking about that? Yeah, actually, I didn't know where how we could monetize this from the beginning. I have just been so purpose-driven, <laughs> even to the extent that people may think it's foolish because I've been working for this with a group of very dedicated people from around the world for three years. Uh, and we are barely sustainable. Uh, and really, I think it has occurred to me that things have to be sustainable mm -hmm. in order to live and in order to create value. 
So now we are looking at how we can create uh, income channels for, for here we are global to actually sustain our local chapters and support them and for our members to also live sustainable lives. And that implies earning your own money, mm-hmm. right? It is a pain point. And, and that's, again, coming back to opportunities. Uh, we also have an opportunity board that we are building with, uh, with a, an HR company to actually have these opportunities to uh, search for consultancies or to help a startup scale up in a new region. All of these uh, cross functions between startups and HR companies and and our member base, that's really where we need to explore opportunities to also earn money. Yes. So I think that's a great, you know, learning experience from your experience. Um, Start first with a mission. Start by building the tribe. And once you start discovering, as long as your vision is clear and the values are clear, and you start having traction, that's when you can start thinking about the business model. And that's what you're doing right now with the assessment that you mentioned. Um, And with also, I know that you're reaching out to companies to do B2B sources of revenues uh, and eventually membership at some point. Uh, So this is, you're right in the middle of that next step of, you know, how do we now monetize this in order to make it sustainable? But as you said, in order to make sure that everybody benefits from this, not just you, the founder, because you know that if everybody benefits, you will benefit. So true. Yes. yes. So I, I prefer to also relate to this image. Maybe we can put it in, in the show notes. It's a it's, um, flower and a bee. So this uh, image of when you blossom, when you are the flower, you radiate energy and, and you attract the bee automatically. Yes. Okay. So it's not about trying so hard. You just need to love what you do, follow the energy and, and surround yourself with people that uplift you. Yeah. Then I, I, I think the, the monetary benefits will, will come as well. Yes, definitely. It has to start from there. Definitely. And I think it's um, something that is not like having that tribe. And one thing that you're doing is consistency. And I need to share about that uh, because it's one thing to have good intentions. I know a lot of people who have the same energy that you do, the same uh, drive that you do, vision, they do attract people, they are the flower. But then I do see a lot of initiatives falling apart. And I know that they fall apart for only one simple reason, which is consistency. And that's something that you have put in place. I don't know if it comes from your HR experience or your business experience, but you have these focal points once a month. It's always the same day of the month, I think, right? Uh, we, we may want to shift to bi-monthly, but yes, yeah. you were an important contributor on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's another way where you have you know, built a platform that technically sustains the mission and the vision is that you have built that consistency. So Nomad Nation, if you're thinking of building something, a tribe or something, you need to find your way to have that platform of consistency. If it's on a local base, you want to have a meetup that's always the same thing. For example, here, I'm leading the FIGT, uh, Families in Global Transition Affiliate in New York. And I just don't have the time to take care of it, you know, but I knew that the only thing that will make it work would be to have a meetup that's always the same time. So people know that every first Friday of the month, if you want to be part of this, you can find us. So we have these meetups. And since we have declared that regularity, 
it just keeps growing. And now I have volunteers to be able to help to make this happen and continue. So consistency is what, if you like organize a meeting here, sometimes here, sometimes there, uh, whenever you want, that is great for a start because you just want to try it out. But as soon as you're serious about something, make it consistent. Make, even if it's local or virtual. So in your case, you're doing both. You're having consistently, each chapter of your platform is having consistent meetups and you're gathering all the local platforms with your focal points online. So you have monthly and hopefully soon bi-monthly Zoom meetings Uh, online meetings where everybody gets together and share their experiences. And I think that was a smart idea and one of the key successes of going from an idea, going from that mindset to how you actually implement it. So do you have... Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So is there, is there anything else like such that you have been implemented that are more practical that, that you would recommend to do um, to be able to create that dynamic Uh, and, a, and a successful environment for this to blossom? Well, I think we can both talk about individual levels and organizational levels here. Yeah. Uh, so at individual level, I think personally, I have made it my own um, schedule to actually uh, uh, check in with myself every Sunday evening to see what are my plans for the week, my intentions, and really commit to, um, to following these uh, intentions. Also relating to the power of one-to-one relations, Um, one of our co-founders and me, we also check in with each other once a week and write our three most important uh, um, plans or intentions for the week. So I believe if we all try to implement um, these um, ways of committing to actually pursuing our passion and our dream, Um, this will impact people around you and yourself. And at organizational level, we also um, yeah, meet regularly in, in the management team. The focal point meeting is such an important way to connect our chapters. And, and a big thank you to Elin from Poland, who is our Poland, who is our global community manager. Yeah, gl- greetings, uh, Elin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but I think it's important for me to share also this thing about um, be kind with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we know that we have had chapters again where the activity has gone up and down, and again that's totally fine. So I think we should also, uh, as as global professionals, allow ourselves to sometimes doubt if we are on the right track and doubt if we are, you know, uh, on the right shelf. But eventually, um, we have to do the inner work. And, and here we are, global is your way to actually do the outward expression and actually go and meet people and network and, and show what you can do. Uh, and I believe this, this new type of community is, uh, is needed, the sense of belonging that no matter where you go, you have a, a backup team. Yes. Yeah. So um, one thing to be more practical, you know me, I'm a bit (laughs) obsessed and geeky about these things. You mentioned that every Sunday you have a check on the next week and this is the healthiest thing you can do. You know, every Sunday you project what's going to happen for the next week and where you have to put your attention. And I love that you mentioned that. And again, I'll put in the link, uh, the show notes, I would put in the show note page the link to some tips like these. Um, and another thing you said is that you meet, I don't know with who exactly, but you meet with another person once a week. To no, WhatsApp or we meet for coffee. And it coffee. doesn't matter. You know, yeah. So other people who keep you accountable and with yeah. whom you can discuss about 
you know, where you are. Being alone can be very difficult in this, in this case. Yeah. So surrounding yourself with the right people is important. And also I um, took a personal decision to invest in myself and engage with a coach slash mentor that has meant the world to me. Amazing. So I think I'm also realizing because I've been on a quest to say that in HR, we can find more democratic, mindful solutions, um, substituting one-to-one -one support. But I have to say that we, we must do things in community, in teams, but I also believe in the power of having a person that you can really um, talk with at a deep level like a coach or a mentor. So I would encourage anyone who are struggling or who have a vision and, and know that it's going to be a rough ride to really take themselves seriously and engage with a coach. So that's to yes. all of you out there. Oh, I'm so happy you brought this up. Too many people hesitate to invest in themselves because, and especially expert partners who feel guilty of putting money in themselves because they're not earning money so they can't use that money on their own development. I think it's really important to put that message out. If you don't do that, you are not creating the opportunities for you to be able to contribute to your family financially. So it's really important that you put a, yourself as much in the center of, uh, you know, the family needs as anybody else. So that's really important. And by the way, all successful people have been reaching out for help and invested in themselves. I don't know anybody who has succeeded in their life without investing in the help they needed. So if you really really believe in what you do, I would really encourage you know, my nation to follow Yanni's um, advice here, invest in yourself, be training, coaches, mentorship, whatever skill you need to go to the next level. And if you struggle with time management, that's something else where you could get support too. So thank you so much for bringing that up. We've covered so much here and I think we could continue this conversation for a long time, but uh, I think I would love it if you could share with us um, what would be your biggest message here before we end to anybody who wants, first of all, to take their skills to the next level for any expert partners struggling there to find their own purpose and, and revenue? And second, what would be your message to those who want to build um, a tribe around their vision and want to build something meaningful to be able to, to grow from it? I think my first message would be to... Um to lean in, engage, contribute, take part in local activities or online activities. There's always something you can do to contribute. Um, and if it's not for yourself, I mean, eventually it will be for your own good, but, but just then just reach out and help another person. It could be a young student, young professional in your country. Share your knowledge, help that person uh, become a global professional. And as for building a tribe... It's funny because I didn't uh, give it much thought myself, like how I did it. Uh, it just has <laughs> has happened. So I, I really think it's about doing your inner work and, and make your light shine and then the rest will follow. Make your light shine. This is so important. I love that you brought that up. You know, uh, if you believe in something, bring it out to the world and take action. For me, what you've done was you had an idea, you took action. And so many people have great ideas, but ideas don't mean anything if you don't take action. Do the smallest thing, smallest step you can. Start with it and then you see where it goes. So I think that's basically the most um, beautiful message you, be you could have shared with us here today. Thank you so much, Yanni for being with us today and sharing your very, very inspirational story. 
And uh, tell us where can we find you if we're interested in joining one of your platforms or just being a coach or want to know more about your matrix. So many things to know about Here We Go Global. What's the best way to do it? Yeah, it's here we are global. Oh, sorry. <laughs> mind, we can go sorry. global. Here we are global. <laughs> here we are global. <laughs> that's, that's really not important. So we have our webpage, uh, herewearglobal.com. We're also on LinkedIn and face, Facebook, and our local chapters are there, some of them. Um, so you can always reach out at contact. Um, sorry here we are global.com and we can take a personal conversation anytime so that's an open invitation fabulous and thank you so much for having me here amel you have been such an inspiration for me i listen to your podcast as well it's amazing how you keep uh, going as well Thank you. Oh, this means the world to me. Thank you so much, Yanni. I'm so happy that we got to meet and be able to partner on this amazing mission together. So thank you so much. And Nomad Nation, don't um, miss the chance to check this out. Here we are, global.com. It is an amazing platform. I'm so amazed. And I want to say hi to all your volunteers and your members. You're all doing such an amazing job. And uh, I really feel uh, very humbled and and grateful to to know to to know you. So this is amazing. And Nomad Nation, I hope that you'll uh, be able to just shine on your own and and find a way to you know bring up the special gift that you have to the world. So I hope this episode will help you with that. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. As you know, it means so much to me that you take that time to be with us. So this was really great. And if you love this episode, please leave your review um, on the podcast app that you're using to listen to it. It will be really, I will be so grateful. Thank you so much. And as usual, Nomad Nation, stay tuned to turn your challenges into wonderful opportunities.